This episode of Contentment Creation is brought to you by Grinding Coffee Company. Grinding Coffee is a black LGBTQIA owned online coffee shop dedicated to fueling gamers and creators alike with their specialty coffees. They're based out of Georgia, shipped nationwide in the United States, and a portion of each purchase benefits the Coffee Trust, making donations to the farmers where their coffee is ethically sourced and roasted to order. To try Grinding Coffee today, head over to grindingcoffee.co and use code JOSE for 10% off your purchase of some fabulously gay coffee. That is code J-O-S-E at grindingcoffee.co. All right, everyone, welcome to episode one of Content with Creation. Jose Gonzalez here. I'm ready to explore this new avenue with you all, getting to know some of my favorite creators. Across all different walks of life, we've had music, entertainment, we have writers, we have wrestling, we have just so many great, intelligent people that I'm so glad to share their stories with you. And I couldn't think of a better person for this first episode than oh. one of my personal favorite people on the internet, someone I consider a comfort watch. I talk to this woman on a semi-daily basis. Uh, you know her, you love her, you've seen her on uh, certain people's Instagram feeds in black and white reacting to whistle notes. And a recent <laughs> member, a recent member of the 70,000 subscriber club on YouTube, uh, some call her Kiyoshi Warrior. We call her the lovely Maya Tomlin. Maya, how oh, are you? Thank you. I'm wonderful. That intro was cute. Okay, Jose. I know. I try. I try. I got to bust out the chops a little bit, but like literally right as we're getting ready to record this, I'm like, oh, you hit 70K. And she's like, word? Yeah. Whoa. Wild. So yes, it is a good night for us to be here. I'm very glad to, one, celebrate that accomplishment, but also get to know a little bit more about how we got here to begin with, because there's a lot to this journey that we call uh, YouTube, so I would love to be able to pick your brain about everything as well. I, I ask away. I, <laughs> I have no no secrets, no surprises. What you want to know? It definitely see. has been a journey. Yes, I can definitely vouch for that. I mean certain things you wouldn't expect to do so well and they do and then just the things that one video can take you even outside of youtube it's tremendous so so in a natural transition not at all jump cut for any particular reason i mean obviously uh you've always had such like an ear for music i can imagine like even before like your college days in acapella like probably growing up in the church you had to have been singing from a very young age actually no really i, I did i did not grow up singing in church because i went to a very bougie dry church where they sung the driest of hymns and things there was no i can relate to the uh the dry hymns yeah uh there was a uh, no energy no there was no change me there are no clark sisters uh god i'm trying to think of the hymns that we had uh and the lovely uh saint rosalima catholic church here in buffalo it was mm -hmm. not taste and see the goodness of the lord is what we had <laughs> mm -hmm. well i well, I went to a Baptist church, yeah. but I was just like, oh, this is a Baptist church. Why aren't we, we should be stomping and clapping. Yeah. Everyone was, everyone's just sitting in their seats and it's real, real dry. And it didn't interest me. So that's why I didn't sing in church. I like gospel music. But I yeah. I mean, I found it later in life. So like, I never realized just how much life there could be to gospel music. Cause I was just associated right. with like dry hymns sung by older Caucasian people. Nothing against it, but yeah. <laughs> I've heard my share. They, you know, it mm -hmm. gives to who, you know, wants that. But yep. not, not I said the fly. Yeah. I mean, we love head voice. Uh, it's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I need to not. Okay. But I'm obviously. So, we love head voice. <laughs> so, I mean, like, obviously, like, you've found that later on in life. But, like, getting to, like, your acapella days in college, like, were there just artists that you always gravitated to where it's just, like, you know what? I feel a little bit of that sound. I feel a little bit of this sound while trying to figure out what you sounded like. That is a wonderful question. Honestly, I, well, my dad introduced me to music. So when I was really, really young, so I loved like Sam Cooke. I loved Marvin Gaye. I loved, um, my mom played a lot of Lauren Hill, a lot of Mary J. Blige, hmm. a lot of, um, Brandy, the human album only. So I didn't find any of her other albums until later, which I was mad wow. about. But <laughs> so I already had a decent little arsenal of people and sounds that I knew I would gravitate to naturally. But the fun part about acapella, I realized I really, really like rock. I realized I really banged with a little bit of screamo. Yeah. When it's done properly and it doesn't sound like completely glottal. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, I like it. I like the energy behind it. Um, but I didn't figure all of that out until we, you know, I, I joined an acapella group and I was like, oh, okay, this is how everything sounds stripped down to the bare bones. And if you don't put in the baseline, it won't be there like type stuff. <laughs> so it just made me a little bit more, a little bit more conscious of detail mm-hmm. and like being really obsessed about staying on top of the note, because if you go flat at all, we'll hear it. Mm-hmm. Everyone will hear it. And so, and it could be the slightest. It doesn't even have to be a big. It could be the slightest bit off, and yeah. you just hear it, and you just like, uh. Mm-hmm. And it is one of the worst feelings in the world. <laughs> yeah, I've done band, I've done choirs, I've done musical theater. Like it is painfully obvious the second anything is out of tune, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, at, like at all, you just let the moment pass. I'm like, get back on top of the note. Mm-hmm. Get back on top of the note. So, I mean, was this kind of around the time where, like, Pitch Perfect was starting to become, like, a big thing? Or, like, did they already have, like, an established group? Or It was, it, uh, we were already, I was already in the middle of my acapella journey when Pitch Perfect came out. And it was hell mm-hmm. on earth. It was hell on earth. We had to use it in order to, like, promote our group on campus. Like, have you seen Pitch Perfect? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to be an acapella group? So, we got a lot of auditions that year, but it was still, like... Yeah. I was like, this is not what ICCAs is like. I, I got real in mm-hmm. my acapella bag. I was like, this is not what competition is like. You cannot do flips. You cannot mm-hmm. do this and this. All the stuff that they try to make super interesting about it would just not be allowed mm-hmm. in competition. So we had people coming in there trying to do acrobatics. I'm like, baby, it's no, not no, 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 no. Like, this is not. No, save that for the Ryan perfect. Murphy production. This is not that. Very that. Very yeah. save it for Ryan Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, uh, did you do a lot of the arranging, or, like, how did it work, like, whenever you guys would come up with what you were going to tackle for a competition? So, I was in the group all, I was in, I went to college for five years, eh, and I was in college, I was in Acapella for all five years, I was in school. Um, my first two years, I was just a member, but I led, I co-directed one year with my girl, Lisa. Hey, Lisa, if you watching this? <laughs> um, and then I directed one year by myself, and it was the hardest shit. I'd ever done in my life because I play no instruments. So that year that I directed alone, I did <laughs> I did an arrangement of Greedy by Ariana by myself, by ear, me in my dorm room at 2 a.m. singing each part into GarageBand, trying to make sure each part sounded good from the bass all the way up to Soprano 1. I also had to beatbox. I do not know how to beatbox, but I had to do percussion. <laughs> To, to, to market for our actual beatboxer. It was the hard... I was like... Can I just say, that is equal parts impressive, but also intimidating as fuck, because Greedy is a big song. Yeah. Oh, and I've only God. ever heard one acapella group do it once. And their bass, uh, their uh, contralto, went on to be in Citizen Queen, Katie. I know that's right. So, I mean... I mean, if you could master an arrangement of Greedy of all songs, like... That's the thing. I didn't master it. Mm. I think I executed it decently. Right. <laughs> I was like, for my lack of experience and know-how and doing it just off of ear, I was like, I can hear the harmonies. Mm-hmm. I can hit the notes. It just sounded, in my mind, not as big of a project as it ended up being. Right. <laughs> and I was it- like, the layers to this, I knew. I, I went online. I looked mm-hmm. it up. I, I, I watched all the little breakdown videos that I could find while I was building my arrangement. But I was mm-hmm. like, this is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous i mean like probably some that took a little bit of pressure off is like greedy being a non-single maybe not everyone was super familiar with it so they couldn't dissect it the same way they could like a dangerous woman or an into you yeah but on the menu it said well on, on the menu jesus on the, <laughs> <laughs> on the pamphlet that yeah. they give you a competition it said ariana grande so people were excited they were like All right. you know what ariana grande song sounds like even if you don't listen to her often, this is true it's gonna be so. I, you know, it's going to be pop, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. be, yeah, for the most part. And I also had the, uh, the, the solo, so that was fun. Good. I mean, that, that is a fun melody to mess around with too. So like, did it get crazy with like some of the ad libs or like, how did you, I mean, for starters, like greedy goes high. Like, did you keep that in the original? I did. Oh, she has I range. I, I kept it. <laughs> Thank you. I kept it in the original key. Um, it was, it. It challenged me, but I got it done. And I, for the most part, I'm, I'm proud of the way I executed it. It's little, I'm very picky. I'm my worst critic. So I was like, I could have did this yeah. better. I could have flipped there. I could have did this. But like overall, it sounded pretty good. 
Good. I would. I wouldn't be mad if other people heard it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like if you're to a point where some where you're not that embarrassed about it, I think that's progress. Because like I still go back to like ten years ago, like at a random Christmas high school concert, me doing of all songs, Christmas shoes as a solo, as little seventeen year old Jose, like thinking he was the shit. He wasn't the shit, but like he also wasn't shit. So I guess there's that's that. It though, but that's a, yeah. good, a good space of content and like that mm-hmm. was good for where I was. Yes. That moment. <laughs> like you no? could tell at that time he did want to be a music teacher, so he was gonna do stuff to get him in that groove. So it's like, oh, yeah. Dude. And then I ended up getting a journalism degree because I ain't no jobs in music education. But uh, y'all didn't hear that from me. But I mean. Anyways, but I mean, we do go throughout these journeys and like on the way we come up with some of the most crazy memories and the most insane stories. And then something that you ended up doing was documenting some of these stories on camera and starting to upload them to your channel. Indeed, indeed. So I know I just I've told this story so many times. (laughs) It's every time I'm like, this is insane that this is what I'm doing right now for where I was when I started it, because I was just so sad. I was, a se- yeah. I was a senior in college. It was 2017. I had no, I had no clue what I wanted to do next. I, I was just like, okay. I was an English literature major for three out of the five years that I was there. Oh wow! Did not end up getting that degree. Ended up getting a degree in liberal arts because what I should have been was a music major, but I was too scared and didn't believe in myself. So I got a piece of paper. <laughs> it happens to all of us. From a university. You know, for liberal arts, and I guess I'm still I'm still doing arts related things, so it's fine. I'm using my piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that answers the question from Avenue Q of what do you do for being English? You switch. You switch. <laughs> and you beg your advisor mm-hmm. who was so tired of seeing you change your major for a third time just so you can get out of school. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so when I started the channel. I was like, I just want to, I, I loved watching story time YouTube videos and I was watching one and shout out to Kenny. If you guys know, he flawless, formerly mm-hmm. known as he flawless, not known as Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just hilarious. He'd have his little story time pillow and he would well, tell his story. So I was watching one of his videos and I was like, I have a story. I want to tell a story. So I set up my camera. If you go back and look at my first video, I'm just very orange. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing, nothing about lighting. Yeah. What is white balance? The child, you couldn't tell me. Did I mean, also, what is focus right now? I mean, sh- holy shit, Jose, Jesus. It's almost like you spent $500 on a damn camera. Huh? There we go. Oh, there you go. But you looked focused to me. I don't know what happened. It keeps going in and out. It's this lens, but oh, well. Forget me. So, I mean, I'm not he flawless. I'm not now flawless either. So, I mean, so obviously, <laughs> Kenneth Senegal is a name that's been on YouTube forever. So, like, definitely wanted to tap into, like, that kind of energy and, like, I mean, if you got something, why not share it with the class? So, I mean, yes, an OG in the field, an OG mm-hmm. in many fields. Okay, give him his flowers. While yes. He's still here. Mm-hmm. And so that that was the inspiration for that. I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I bought a fifty dollar um, editing software, mm-hmm. uploaded it to my computer, my little PC, and I and I edited my YouTube video and put it up. And everybody was just like, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I was like, What are you What are you doing? Why do you make YouTube videos now? I was like. It looks that way, you know, it looks that way. <laughs> but also, like, remember back in the day where just, like, YouTube started, I was just, like, 60 seconds here and there, and, like, no one thought it could ever be something which is, like, actually viable to, like, be an outlet? Yeah, I was just like, why am I doing this? But I had so much fun doing it. And I was like, I'm going to keep making these videos. I don't care if anybody watches them. I did a giveaway when I had when I hit 60 subscribers. <laughs> I, I'm, I was so pressed. <laughs> I may or may not have done the same thing on Twitch for hitting 50. And when Damn I got my little... Yeah. You celebrate yep. every accomplishment. You, you know, do. I was counting yeah. subscribers by the tens. <laughs> I was like, I hit 60. Let me hear. Y'all get this little giveaway. I gave away a jean jacket and like something else. So oh, damn. <laughs> I was just like a little Best Buy gift card. Just like, damn, we're doing articles of clothing. Come on. <laughs> I was like, because I was looking up online, I was like, ways to boost your YouTube channel. People say you should do giveaways to like and make make yeah. it uh, a stipulant. You have to be subscribed. You have to comment. You have to share. Did you ever do like a follow for follow? No, I hated that shit. Oh my god! Like even I on Twitter, that. I hated that. 
I was like, I'm not following you unless I'm actually interested in what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. please, like, subscribe to subscribe to me. I'll subscribe to you. I was like, I don't know about all that. Yeah. I didn't really care. I and then sure like, enough, they'd be the first ones to leave anyways. It's just like, all right. Listen, purr, and leave and not say anything, and then you're still subscribed to them for why. Exactly. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. So kind of going back into uh, the uh, early stages of your channel, like we have our first couple story times and everything too. I be- Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the first reaction on your channel is a lituation uh, to Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do music video. It is. <laughs> that was also completely spur of the moment. I was... Mm-hmm. Figgity fucked up. I was, extremely, <laughs> <laughs> I was extremely, extremely drunk, and it was yeah. like three o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, and all my roommates were home, and I was just in my room drunk, whisper yeah. reacting. Look yeah. what you made me do. I mean, some of us watch music videos, some of us bake sugar cookies during a Monday night football game, while uh, people under uh, the devil's lettuce uh, supervision watch you make sure you don't burn the kitchen down. I'm telling you. I mean. <laughs> it's all part of life it's all part of life indeed so i mean from there like did you ever think like oh wait i guess people actually watch reactions like for real for real after that one yeah because that was the first one and i did not expect it to do any numbers and then i woke up the next day and it had like five thousand views and my my sister called me and was like maya oh my god your video had five thousand views i was like what what are you talking about and i went and i looked and i was like oh Oh, okay. I expected to get a whole bunch of hate because obviously I'm not like a Taylor Swift fan. And mm-hmm. I made that clear, like at the top of the video, I was like, she doesn't really do anything for me, but I'm not a hater also. And I yeah. recently enjoyed the music video. I was like, the visuals is cute, Chad. I'll give you that. The visuals is cute. The video. And <laughs> I don't remember shit I did in the video either. So I watched it back and I was like, God, I look, the video's not in focus. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> Just really, uh, really drunk shit. Yeah, clearly I can't relate to the out of focus thing right now because apparently I'm hunting like a mug, which never happens. But whatever, it's the beauty of uh, entertainment. You look fine. This yeah. is perfectly fine. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, your check is in the mail. I swear. So. <laughs> I can't wait. Now on to uh, like other reactions that you do remember. I think from there the next one, if I remember correctly, was "No Tears Left to Cry." I came, I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> what made me want to do? Shout out to my best friend, Elle. I used to watch them. Yes, and we love Elle. brother, Josh, formerly known as The Incoming. They used to specialize in Fifth Harmony reactions. And they were the first reaction channel that I dove into. And I was like, I'm obsessed with them. And they acted a fool and made me feel comfortable with acting a fool on camera. So I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do reactions, I'm going to do with the people that I really, really fuck with. Because otherwise, there's no reaction. I feel like people yeah. still ask me, why don't you react to certain people? I'm like, because there'll be no reaction. Exactly. In silence, very bored, and, and wondering why I'm doing this. But I was like, I love Ariana, have loved Ariana for eons. And I was like, ooh, her new era starting. Mm-hmm. I came back from, I, I took a break, actually. I took a break after I graduated uh, college, because again, I was like really sad and didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. So I abandoned my channel for like a good three months so I could finish my finals and graduate and mm-hmm. but I was like no 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 Ariana coming back I'm coming back so yeah. that was like my first video back from a really really long hiatus yeah no like when it's worth it it's worth it also side note I still think about like I don't know if it was like the sweet melody reaction like Elle did with Josh but like I don't know what it was the fucking Wendy Williams from the mass Singer like being a meme in the edit throughout that whole oh my thing. god I remember that era no I remember that <laughs> I don't know what it was. That was like the funniest shit to me to the point where that is still one of my go-to reaction videos on Twitter. It's the Wendy Williams mass singer. <laughs> we love that one. And Elle was editing all of their videos. We loved that little Oh, he was sneaking that shit in everywhere. Just be like, Yes, Ooh. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Elle, if you see this, you got to do at least one more reaction to something. I don't know what. You never know. Things can be in the pipelines. Indeed. Yeah. So. Indeed. So, I mean, and then I feel like, obviously, like, that era of Sweetener kind of kickstarted a lot more content in the reaction realm with you. From there, you also did The Light is Coming. And then the one that I found you on, it was, like, picture it. It's uh, 2018 August. It's a hot summer night. I'm losing (laughs) my shit because I feel like it leaked a couple minutes before. I'm like, no, you're waiting till midnight. It's your girl. You got to wait till midnight. So, I wait till midnight. I listen to the song. I lose my fucking mind. I watched the music video. 
lose my fucking mind, which I'm still mad the music video reaction got taken down, but you were able to save the audio one. But because that was also. That was Jesus. We can talk about that later. Go ahead. But <laughs> when I tell you the way that I'm just like, she is me, I am her watching you react to that song down to like. Getting up and as soon as like the last outro hits and like the choir's coming in, like having that out of body reaction, I was just like, okay, her energy is infectious. I have to hit subscribe. And then that kind of started my journey. And then obviously here we are four years later talking about all the craziness that has come from the years since. Like, did you ever think that was going to be like one of the, a discovery point for you? I didn't. I did not, but I knew, I was like, regardless of who watches it, like every video I make, I want to genuinely enjoy doing it. So like, I, I watched a whole bunch of like people's stuff like pass by and everybody was doing reactions. I was like, I'm not moved. I don't care. I don't want to do it. But I did. I reacted to everything from the Sweetener era. Like I was on every single single. All of that, God as a Woman dropped. And I was like... It, it felt special in the moment because the song was so fucking good. And I was genuinely just yeah. losing my shit um, with no eyebrows on. Father God. I hate that video. I would take it down mm -hmm. if, it, if I didn't get yeah. it. So I, I mean, the video is like, <laughs> it is iconic. But also the start of what many call the pink robe era of your channel. <laughs> the pink robe era. Oh my God. We love her. We miss her. It doesn't have to be midnight to have her. I love, oh, really? No, it's the way I do not know where that robe is, baby. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad, too, because I reorganized my room, and I feel uh, like I lost the string for it, and I think that's what happened, and I ended up tossing it. Yeah. I do have a new robe. She's silk, though. That's for a different, that's for different content. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Exclusive content, some might say. I did, get a, I did get a new robe, but that robe really was. It became, it became a little thing. That yeah. is my fucking blanket background, Joe. Yeah. Oh, God, the, like the Mexican blanket, the purple one. Like, yeah, I got from Urban Outfitters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imported from California. <laughs> imported from California. No, but I like, I love that video. I was, I was really surprised the next... Yeah, that happened overnight. I was like, whoa. That's back in the days when I was like, song drops, I need to be the first person to put up a reaction video. Mm -hmm. I don't think <laughs> I used to say that all the time. I was like, I'm very, I used to run myself into the ground trying mm -hmm. to get content out first. Like within the first two hours, I'd say. I was like, it needs to be out. I need to have mine out. And I did that and it blew up overnight. And I got on Twitter and somebody was like, oh my God, I love your video from Paris. I was like, Paris, what? Texas? <laughs> Paris, Texas. Like Paris, France. I was like, oh wow. No, it's actually their name, you know, like Paris Jackson, Paris Hilton, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was. I was like, oh wow, this is dope, and I was really scared. I did not want Ariana to see that video. <laughs> yeah. Wait, to this date, do you know if she has seen that video? I told her not to. I was like, don't look at my old. Mm -mm. I was like, you can look at Sweetener. You can look at Thank You Next. You can look at Positions. Don't look at any of my single reactions. Oh my god, really? Don't do it. No, the Seven Rings one she could see. Seven Rings was cute. Seven yes. Rings was cute. I just, I also just hate my old editing and all of that shit too. So I'm like, and now I feel like I just put out a better quality of content. But I was like, girl, just don't watch them. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it's just something that comes with experience and time. Like, obviously, like, you gain access to other resources. Sometimes it'd be an editor. Sometimes it'd be testing out different equipment, what to do when equipment Indeed. fails, which we have seen you overcome on many different occasions. Rip so. Petunia. My yeah. first camera. She held me down. Yeah, God, I remember, uh, I think it was, like, right when Boyfriend was coming out, your laptop at the time, like, literally separated in half oh my god yes you remember that why do you remember that because i remember it was something where like you were pissed like you couldn't watch the video you had to go on live and then you thought you couldn't save the live yeah I that, that instagram summer which we will get into your instagram in a minute like don't worry about that so you mean the, the wasteland that that is my instagram that i never post on because i hate instagram so I mean, if I don't use it to post really ever. Like, I use it for stories, and if I'm, like, lit, I'll go live. 
So. Yes, I, you know, I love going live. Yes. I mean, we also got to talk about, like, just the fact that you've done so many different things, even just, like, with reaction stuff. Like, obviously, different artists. We've even dabbled into uh, some commentary on the channel. Uh, we'll get into the Patreon later. But, like, you recently just did your first film commentary for YouTube with it, of all things. I did. I was like, why y'all love seeing me scare so much, child? I don't know how you do it. I am such... Like, I jump scare way too easily. It is the worst thing in the world for me. I feel like that's the point, though. I'm like, y'all want to see me spooked? It's fine. I'll be spooked. I'm, I'm very genuinely. I'll be spooked. I'm, I'm a scary bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> scared of everything. So it, I also, I want to, I like the horror genre, though. I was like, all the spooky, ooky, scary stuff aside, they've been having some of the most interesting plots. And I was like, if I can find other things to cling to, in the midst of like being afraid because i really like the story of it so like i'm gonna do chapter two as well um the continuation of the story i was like i'm looking forward to that but not the not the spooky it's fine i'm getting better yeah. with it <laughs> no that's fair too because i mean like i mean half of anything that you're watching is going to be all based on a story anyways it's just a matter of what events play out with it so Indeed. do you think that's helping you like expand your horizons into like exploring other kinds of content to uh react to and uh, provide commentary for yeah, I really love doing TV show reactions. That's a lot of what I do over on Patreon. I feel like I've done, I've done three shows. I've uh, done let's three see. shows so far. I did. Yeah, P Valley. We've done Euphoria and Pose. Yeah. And Pose and Pose. Yeah, I yeah. can remember. Yeah. Um, love doing TV commentary. I, I've. It was the first. I've done documentary uh reactions. Yes, well. you have. I like, I really like doing those and I like movies as well. So just whatever, you know, I'm bouncing around. I'm having fun, trying not to pigeonhole myself because I feel like I do. I was like, damn, when the reactions really started popping off, I'm like, okay, I'm only going to be able to do reactions now. Nobody's going to give a fuck about anything else. Like, genuine was my, what's my mental process? See, you say this, but little do we know, like, what one or two little reactions can do in the long grand scheme of things, too. So we will touch on that in a moment. But also, like, I would love to know, like, kind of circling back, like, where did you fall in love with the idea of, like, an Instagram live here and there, just like, I don't know if it became like a catch up, whether it be like to just let steam out, like if you were stressed about something, but it feels like those are always can't miss because there's a reason they don't stay up afterwards. If we're being, <laughs> it is a, you had to be there moment. Spill my tea. No, I never saved my life. I'll save my live every day. No, I saved one of my lives a while back. I don't know if it's still up. I might've taken it down, but yeah, no, I delete all of my lives because yeah. Some of the topics that we get into can be a little sensitive for some people, certain fan bases. People get mad in their feelings and things, and I just don't have time for you know foolishness. Yeah. So I just, I just, I let it, I let it ride. But I love, I just love communicating. I'm like, that's a way. That's a really easy, quick way. I can just talk to, talk to my people, talk to my family mm -hmm. and things. And um, also, I even though I do not post on Instagram, I get a decent amount of like followers every now and then. So I'm like, let me introduce myself because these people I don't post pictures. These people don't know what I look like. You know, just kind of like <laughs> you pop up like once every six months. You know, it'd be like that sometimes. I, girl, if not for me like just taking a trip where like I was actually doing stuff where like I needed to be online, I probably wouldn't have anything because I didn't post when I went to my concert in February. I don't think I posted for the holidays. Like, none the of only that. thing I haven't adjusted to as far as the whole like influencer youtuber thing goes i'm mm -hmm. like i very much post on the platforms that i enjoy posting on and i'm like really bad, really bad at dealing with the other ones mm -hmm. that don't naturally garter interests from me but no, i'm trying I feel to that. figure out different things i can do on instagram maybe start like a cute little instagram series I, i've been mm -hmm. tinkering with it because i'm like i need to use these platforms yeah, I was going to say, like, obviously, like, it's not your main content platform. Do you say, like, whenever you're on a live, it's, like, a form of, like, either, like, escapism or, like, kind of getting, like, that instant feedback they might not get from an upload? Very that. Very that. Also, just, just catching up because some days I'll take a break. It's like I'll be offline for one day and I miss so much. And that that is so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want, I want to take... I would love to be one of those YouTubers to just take a, a cute, like, two-month break or one-month mm -hmm. break, three-month break if they need it, you know, and, like, just dip. But I'm, like, the niche that I'm in, music drops like rain. It's just always this never-ending stream, people mm -hmm. dropping music. Plus, you're offline for, like, a 
day in two days. It's wild as shit be happening. It's like I can't mm-hmm. imagine being gone a month. But I kind of want to do that. <laughs> I mean, you think about like some of the reactors that have taken those like hiatuses and then they come back and like they still do well, but then like say they have one opinion that a fan base doesn't agree with and they almost I don't want to say chases them away, but it gives them less incentive to come back for like a fuller run. Yeah, it's also like starting all the way over as far as analytics are concerned, which is really, really annoying. The last time I took a break, I took a break for like a month and a half, almost two months involuntarily. I just burnt the fuck out. I was like, I can't do this right now. Um, And I came back and it was like algorithm wasn't picking anything up, wasn't notifying my subscribers. Like, no, it was I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? And I was in a state of. How do you describe it? Just like, like a limbo. Little, yeah, like a little limbo, like a little a little pit stop where, mm-hmm. where my views were just really low or people were like, I didn't even know you uploaded like for months. People were just like, I didn't even know you posted. I thought you'd been gone this whole time. I was like, no, nah, I've been here. <laughs> so, yep. so that was the annoying, also annoying part about trying to take a break and leaving. But that's also YouTube as a website. We know they have many, mm. many issues and problems and things. Mm-hmm. I mean, has that made you kind of want to diversify the content more? Obviously, like, now that you do have a platform like a Patreon where it's, like, very direct and also, like, behind a paywall. So, like, people that are actively seeking out that content will always know where to find it. Yeah, and I and I like doing the unedited. People like those now. I was like, that's cool. Uh, the whole versions of the videos without mm-hmm. the clips and the jumps and stuff like that. Always doing that. And then... Yeah, I definitely want to bring more, like, movie commentary to my actual channel since I've been doing TV shows so much on my Patreon because people seem to like that, and I like doing it, too. So I'm just dibbling, dabbling. I got a couple other things I want to try. Zion has a video idea that I'm terrified about, but I think I might actually let her do it. Um, Yeah, I mean... This is actually a good transition because I was going to mention, obviously, like Zion is now getting into a lot more of like that kind of content creation with uh, TikTok and Reels, especially in the world of fashion, while also managing to get many different acting gigs, whether it be commercials, music videos. How crazy has it been to see like the things that she's been able to do like as a teenager, just getting her foot in the door and really grinding it out? I'm I couldn't be prouder. I was like, I I want her to supersede me so bad. I'm like, please go. (laughs) Like, I would never, I just would never. I'm like, you can coexist, I swear. Period. I was like, I want you to thrive, flourish. And she is, she grinds and she really, really loves what she does. I'm like, this girl is a working actress. She's 17. Mm-hmm. Every job that she's booked up until like, I want to say she just, she just signed with an agency. I want to say like six months ago and they've booked her like a couple of jobs and things, but all before that, it was just her. And I was just watching her. Yeah. 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 Just watching her. She signed up for actors access. She signed up for a couple other uh, sites to book auditions and we drove her there. We got her where she needed to be and she knocked shit out of the park every time. I'm just like, whoa, that's phenomenal. (laughs) But she can't, but she's very shy in front of family. I was like, I'm the same way. So she, I've never, mm-hmm. she just now showed me her slate, like the slate that she puts in the front of her auditions and stuff. I was like, why are you so personable? Where did all this attitude come from? Like, she's just very, I was like, I've never seen that side of her, but she, she has one of those switches too. But she'll be real chill and stuff, but she's a performer. And I was like, Damn. I knew she was, I knew it. She'd been eating. I'm just so proud of my little sister. <laughs> yeah, it is amazing that, like, at the age of 17, like, you, like, it, there's no right or wrong age to be influenced by someone because you can admire whatever it is that they're working towards. And to have, like, something where you're bouncing, like, trying to make it in acting while also, like, trying to come up with content as an influencer while also still being a student, like, a literal student. She, she has. I don't been, know how. Yeah. She's been in online school this entire time, but she's going to actual school her senior year which is this year so she's going to be an actual school building which is going to be different for her (laughs) she's like she's excited and um it i just i'm inspired by her all the time man i was like how do you do short form content maybe it's because i've been doing long form content for such a long time i'm like damn i gotta do this and short form content (laughs) but i love her tiktoks and i love her reels and i help her shoot a lot like i take all whenever she does pictures or photo shoots that's usually me behind the camera and and she just you know 
she's showing me a lot of things. She was like, Maya, you need to do this on your TikTok. You need to do this. Gave me ideas for little stuff. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I do think it's like a combo of two things. Obviously, like Jenner, like Gen Z, they've had like from day one access to what we got later on in life. So like they yeah. know from the <laughs> jump, like what looks good, what doesn't look good. And then like obviously like just having like an undeniable it factor, like that's something you can't grasp or learn online. Like if you are meant to have it, you will have it. And apparently it is running in the family over there too, because let's not, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about one member of the family booking gigs and everything too. Uh, I believe it was a couple videos in particular that might've led you to uh, something last fall in the Los Angeles area. Indeed. Indeed. Horror camp. Lots of fun. Yes. Had a wonderful time. It, I, still something i feel like i process but not really <laughs> yeah i mean i still wish like there was a way to like have a live stream for because i would have paid money to see it like just from the other side of the country but like even before like booking horror camp like can we talk about positions yes so. yes we can yes, so we proof can. that you don't have to be the first to react to anything to get what you're looking for like you just have to oh, i love you again having it like, you can't teach personality. You have to have it. So when you were able to inaudibly evoke such emotion from just maybe five seconds of one song to the point where the artists themselves are so not only entertained and moved by it, they share it on their own platforms for exponentially more eyes. It was, it, I was like, whoa, what's happening? I was working at Target. You met... And this is the way, no, I have to talk about that for two seconds yeah. because it was, it was too much. It was too much in the moment. I was on the floor. I was a, I was a, I was doing the drive in orders and stuff. So I was <laughs> just going around the store with a basket, picking up stuff, putting it in bags. But I had just posted the positions video and I was pissed because I wanted to get it up sooner than it did. But I was having tech issues and shit. And I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> I was just really annoyed. I was like, it would be so cool if she saw it. Like just walking around, I didn't just unintentionally manifesting i get off my shift and go to my locker and get my phone and it's just like 20 missed calls like 15 text messages like bitch where are you what are you doing <laughs> ariana ariana shared your video i was like yeah i looked at my phone i just took off my my little thing i put it in the thing i walked out i said bye guys have a good day i just walked so calmly to my car and lost my shit <laughs> and lost my natural mind yeah and then called my sister <laughs> she wasn't answering the phone so i called my mom i was like ma where's zion she's like i don't know where's he and then here comes zion walking down the hallway she's like what? What, what, what what i was like why aren't you answering the phone she's like what's going on i was like i was like it's an emergency it's an emergency she's like what ariana saw your video i was like yeah, <laughs> was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah she did <laughs> the best part of that whole experience was the look on zion's face i'm not even lying Zion was just like and ran and got her phone and it was just mm -hmm. and i drove home as carefully as possible but that was yeah. a whole day that whole day was insane everybody calling me bitch what the what is it ah bitch you're on her page that's permanent that's forever <laughs> <laughs> i was like she could delete it but you know like, it was like she posted yeah. you i was like oh my god yeah. crazy it's the way i thought it was going to be one day of craziness yeah and then one day of craziness turns into like the very beginning of your Patreon where you react to uh, one of the greatest concert uh, films of all time. Uh, excuse me. I love you. Mm -hmm. um, let's just say there was a, a Netflix subscription and a bottle of Moscato. That was finished by the end of the video. <laughs> That's how I know it was good Moscato. I drank that whole bottle of wine. Whew, got my life. Yeah. I still say, like, life. my favorite part of that whole video is just the beginning of the light is coming when you are, like, clearly. You <laughs> I don't know why that sent me in particular, but you were, like, singing up and down that whole ass video. Like, I mean, because that's what we do as, as fans and stands. Like, you don't go to a concert just to hear the concert. I mean, you do, but you sing. Sing down, sing down. I knew all of yeah. the ad libs. You got to. That stand shit. I was no. Like, you know. Yeah. Seen Ari twice, been the only one that knew the whole set list twice and was. So. Listen, plus the ad libs, plus the mixes, 
That's the dance break. All of that. Girl, I was show three for the sweetener tour, and I knew the arrangements like that. I know you did. I know you did. I'm still so sad I couldn't go to that tour. I'm just like, ugh, I couldn't get We're manifesting after Wicked. That's all. I'm excited for Wicked. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of her, but also it is the way I can wait. Because I've never seen mm-hmm. Wicked. I haven't, I haven't seen the show. Do we, t- do we address the elephant in the room with Wicked? What's the elephant? What? What's uh, why uh, songs from that musical have uh, alluded you to this day or have uh, scorned you to this day? Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen. Fuck. This is the way I try every day to forget about uh, forget about popular. I'm sorry. It was ruined for me. Yeah. I love the song. I love Megan Hilke's version especially. Mm-hmm. But I like... I. My college roommate ruined it for me, and then Ariana sampled it. It was just horrible. It was a horrible time for me. Yeah. <laughs> no shade to Ari, no shade to Mika. Like no shade, no shade. Yes. But I just had my own, my own scars with that song. My roommate just would not stop singing "Popular," and mm-hmm. she sounded horrible. So it's like it got stuck in my head. Horrible, you know. Because mm. <laughs> you don't hear it the right way. You hear it how you hear it. Yeah, and then I heard the actual song, and I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't hate this, but damn, does it sound like horrible in my head now?" Because of her. Mm-hmm. it's okay. December uh, twenty twenty three, all will be right in the world. Can't wait! I'm so excited. It is so crazy that we are gonna see this in next winter. I'm just like, I don't. Her and Synth. I, I don't know if I was more excited for Ari or for Cynthia Erivo getting cast. I'm saying, I was like, oh, this is soundtrack is going to fucking eat. This soundtrack oh is going to eat. Above all, I can't wait to hear it. I'm so excited. The emotion. Oof. I saw Cynthia live in the Color Purple revival. I sat third row. I was like right up in her grill. I would have wailed. And I know. I, I, I was just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Weeping weeping we i i couldn't i genuinely can't remember it that was pre that was right before the pandemic too yeah i think that was the last show that was the last show i saw or the color purple before we went into a lockdown (laughs) and and the emotion man i just love live theater no and then like (laughs) there's nothing like but even like the way that it didn't even have to translate in a theater her singing like that on terrell on terrell on a stool Acapella. <laughs> Always on a stool, goddammit. Always gotta have a stool. <sighs> Don't need shit else. Just give me a seat and then catch these vocals. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting. So them together, it's gonna balance. So oh my god, they're gonna balance so well. Like Cynthia's <sighs> voice and then Ariana's softness and just angelic shit. It's gonna be ridiculous. No, and then like they just got like timbres. Like they know when to turn it up for things. They know when to turn it down for things. It's just. Yep. Yep. Experts. We love Absolutely. Them. I also want to be an expert in my field. I'm taking my good, 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 sweet time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't uh, have to uh, wait too long to get your uh, toes wet in that field. Obviously, uh, one uh, Miss Joan Grande did end up reaching out to you following uh, that, excuse me, I love you reaction. Uh, can we get into uh, getting ready for horror camp now? I think it's a good time. I was very, I was, I was like, this is, this is my Broadway. <laughs> yeah. like, it's a show. It's in Hollywood. I was like, this is, I, I prepared out the ass. I feel mm-hmm. like I was, I was doing hella vocal lessons and like working out and trying to like build my stamina and shit. It, 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 it all went out the window when I got there. I was so fucking anxious. I'm being completely honest. It was just so overwhelming. I was very happy, very present. And like, you know. Me and my energy and things, but just mm-hmm. nervous as hell, man. So, like, everything I worked on, I completely forgot. I just went with the feeling. I was like, fuck yeah. it, whatever. I'm just going <laughs> to do do my absolute best and call it a day. Because I was like, ooh, I could have hit that. Ooh. I was like, I yeah. can't do that to myself here. I was like, I cannot, especially here, yeah. I'm not doing that. No, because, like, it wasn't, a, like, no, like, high school production, like, 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Like, y'all had production and y'all had oh, yes. a cast. I love Putnam. Girl, that was my first musical. Like that I was ever in. Kids you play. I w- this is about to sound real ghetto. So they had to add an ensemble because too many people uh, auditioned for it. I was understudy okay. for Barfay as a freshman in high school. Okay. Eat. Yeah. So like if they needed, like if someone could make rehearsal, I was Magic Foot was my shit. The I Love You yes. song. The I Love. 
the I Love You song and Prayer for a Comfort Counselor. God. You have to bring me back so we can talk about theater. But what would you would you say? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, obviously, like it wasn't just like a mom and pop production. Like it was a real production. I mean, you had the budget there, you had the out the resources allocated, and you had an incredible ensemble alongside you in this production. Names that we've seen on stage, on screen, uh, in our headphones. Like, just what was it like getting there day one and just realizing? Oh shit! I'm among these people now. It was. I will be completely honest. I feel like I've been trained very, very well. Because uh, for those of you guys who don't know, I don't talk about him often because he's, you know, it's him. But my uncle is the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. So he started coaching when I was like mad young. So he very much like was like they're just people with cool jobs if you work hard you can have a cool job too because so, like, when we were younger mm-hmm. and we'd be at games and we would geek when we'd see players and stuff or like run up on them and my uncle would just like hey hey hey, hey stop mm-hmm. they're just people don't act like yeah. that they're just they're just humans so like <laughs> i mean it also helps that he's a damn good coach and that's coming from someone that grew up loving the buffalo bills so i mean oh that's a wonderful compliment thank you oh no he thank co- you very much yeah no mike tomlin coaches down so I love he, he he is very good at what he does, but he again he excellence in the family. I'm just, <laughs> it all circles back. Thank you. Um, he trained us good, so we I, I I I'm used to being around like you know certain people and keeping my shit together. But it was the fact that I was going to be performing with these people that like tripped me out in my head. I was like, we can hang out all day. I get to be on stage with y'all. <laughs> I, get to, I get to be on stage performing with these people and they were all just so nice like it was it it is the way i was so prepared for all types of you know la cuntiness and and everything they tell you to expect when you're dealing with Mm -hmm. hollywood people and stuff but everybody was mad cool and i was like this is a testament to like not only this family and the people they associate with and allow to like you know be in their spaces but just the amount of respect that all of those people had for like artists and, and artistry in general everybody we were having a good time, but everybody was like taking it seriously. And I was like, I love this. Like I was just obsessed with the process. I usually say I like rehearsing more than the performance. <laughs> no, honestly, some of the best things about a production all come from the actual rehearsals. Not anything that makes yeah. it to the stage, but just like the things that you remember are always from a rehearsal or like from a blocking session or just like, cause you think yeah. about like the stuff that you can't say, but like it helps you remember things. There's just so many because we did that show in six days and it was 13 songs and we had blocking and dancing for every single one of them and it was just there's so much shit to remember so we were just, <laughs> like using every tool that we had and every little pentagram to be like oh yeah this mm-hmm. means this and these words go here and this this is do you think the so music being fun. mostly covers help versus learning like an original score no only because i didn't know all of the songs <laughs> I knew, That's I fair. knew maybe two of the songs. I knew we did I Will Survive and and, and I knew Oh damn, what is the name of that song? What, No More Tears? Oh. I didn't even know that one. Ooh. I didn't even know that one. I'm not as well versed in, in the Streisand and in, in, in Donna Summer as I should no, be. No, that's fair. I'm quite a shame. Wait, Loki, was I... that like the same time they were doing that on the battles on The Voice too? And me and Ariana talked about that. But, it, oh, it was One Way on oh, yeah. I knew that, too. I knew that, too. But those are the only two songs out of all 13 that I knew. Also, high key, why do I remember One Way or Another from, like, Rugrats Go Wild? Shut up. Or, like, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Yeah. I mean, teaching the children about classic music, what can I say? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, obviously, like, six days to get an original production top together four shows for that weekend a holiday weekend no less because it's halloween so like it's also a year after quarantining everyone's kind of like dying to get out to either see a production or just go out and enjoy themselves like did you feel like there's going to be so much more pressure than there ended up being oh my god i felt i just i felt pressure every step of the way i was like oh god who's watching me Like my mom, my mom and my sister came to rehearsal one day and they wanted to stay and watch. They came during the break. I was like, no, leave. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, leave, please leave. I need my space. I need to be in the right headspace. You can see the full show. I was just really nervous, and and Zion did not help. She was texting me every night and telling me who was in the audience. I was like, why would you tell me this? <laughs> why would you tell me that? Um, so I felt the pressure every night. But what was fun was everybody was drunk. The whole audience yep. was sauced. So they were they were fun. They were rowdy. It, so it, no it, one remembers the show. Great. I lo- listen. But I live. <laughs> <laughs> But I live, so that means they don't remember the little stuff in my head that I remember that I should have done better. They don't remember that. Yeah. They so they were drunk, they were high, they were crossfaded. It was great. They loved every bit of that shit, and that made it a lot less pressure on that end. Like, the audiences were insane. So fun. So fun. Yeah, and I also loved, like, there was so much more, like, to those parties, aside from even just, like, the actual production itself. Like, there were live drag performers. You had people like Eureka O'Hara. You had Shangela. You had Deborah Cox. Deborah. Talking about getting texted who's in the audience, you're probably thinking nobody's supposed to be here. <laughs> and when she was doing her sound check for that song, I lost my shit. I had to come from backstage with my makeup half done, like, hey! <laughs> Everybody started laughing at me. I was like, uh-uh, clap for that woman. Are you joking? Mm-hmm. I was like, why is she wailing like this? It's six o'clock. The show starts at eight, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you just can't turn it off. Like, Soundtrack means like, okay, we're going to pretend like it's a sellout. We're going to pretend like it's a stadium. We're going to pretend like. Singing for her life. Singing mm-hmm. for her life. I was like, so the way I got up there and just did my little soundtrack. Like, oh, okay, cool. Got off the stage. And she's just like, it was yeah. ridiculous. I was like, oh, she's excellent. Damn. Damn, yeah. damn, damn. Yeah. So, I mean, like, now that you have that experience under your belt, do you feel like you would ever consider another theater production down the line if an uh, opportunity arose? I would, but you know what I really like? I don't, for context, would it be like a cabaret? I don't know. I want to do, I want to do like a straight up singing show. Yeah, I would say like cabaret, like lounge, like intimate affair. Yeah, I want to do like a set or something or like be a part of like a group event type situation. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, I do like, I do like live theater though. If it's the right, it is the right show the mm-hmm. right situation the right people because you can only do that show was you know how many people would lose their mind trying to prepare for a show like that in six days like if everybody wasn't yeah. comfortable with each other it would be the most not fun experience <laughs> yeah and trust me like i've had experiences where like you have either great chemistry with someone or you have to just push through it and make something of it yeah i hate that and i don't want to do that mm-hmm. I genuinely, I, I only want to work with people that I'm, I, I feel very comfortable with. And I know that's not going to be the case all the time, but it will be for me because I'm going to make it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're well, the one that's controlling your own narrative. Like you can decide like, yes, I'm going to allow this to happen, especially when it's your livelihood in that sense too. Although yeah. kind of like on the theater tangent, do you believe in the power of the Scottish play? Because I can think of a time where uh, someone... They said that, and then opening night went awry. You kind of have to. I'm sorry. Yeah. You kind of have to. It's happened too many times. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, it should even be a superstitious thing, but the fact that someone said that word, and when I tell you, like, people were forgetting lines, there were wardrobe malfunctions, picture it. Uh, my high school auditorium, 2013, we're doing opening night of Annie Get Your Gun. Your homeboy is cast as Cheap Sitting Bull because he's the only one that looks like Chief Sitting Bull that went to my high school. I gotta go. I gotta, can I leave? Is my car ready? <laughs> so long story short, uh, we get through like the end of I'm an Indian 2. Like, they had some ghetto-ass staircase going on that was there the whole like time. Our stage never had anything like that. It was low budget. I'm in these Payless moccasins that had no traction. My big ass just literally falls upstairs on the stage during the number. And then you hear at the end, like when Annie's supposed to say like, I'm beat and like, I'm just supposed to sit there. I definitely break character and go, I'm clumsy under my breath. I love that though. You better use it. So it was that. And then like, our like the people in the sound booth were not turning off our mics. I think backstage, I might've let like a, a WTF. (laughs) And they're like, why are you saying that? I'm like, you're supposed to turn me off. Look at the fucking script. That is the worst. When you say it's like, please turn off my mic pack. That was me every time I got off stage. Please just turn, turn mm-hmm. off my mic pack. Got it. I can go. 
No, it wasn't even a grunt. It was just a, a stream of cuss words. Yes, like, oh my god. I'm like, so I don't care that I'm 17. This is how I feel in the moment. Dude, Let me feel. Theater serious. Theater is serious to us. Who's gonna do it? <laughs> like, it is is the most serious thing, but also the most unserious thing at the same time. And it's actually it's the best. I will never understand it, but I mean, I there's been so many things you've gotten to do. Obviously, like you talk about all the different facets of creation you've done in performing, whether it be online content. How do you help unwind and like kind of get your mindset away from like focusing so much on the work to like kind of reset and relax? Like, are there like certain kinds of content you gravitate to people that you consider like comfort watches or? Oh, definitely. I watch more YouTube than TV. I feel like I've been like that forever mm -hmm. which is part of the reason why making a channel felt so easy um but definitely my comfort channels are as follows mm -mm -mm -mm. i love kenny jd mm -hmm. like i said that a lot i love kenny jd love oh, she's fantastic beat. yes mm -hmm. um i love caitlin marie that was one of my good friends yeah. i love her her scared channel her she's scared channel she does like horror content. I know not to touch that. Games. I know not to touch that channel for myself personally, but trust me, I am a bean with the capital B. Yes, but try watching her little the game, the spooky game one. So the games aren't like as if it's like, and depending on the game, I might be okay. But like if it's like phasmophobia, I should be fine, honestly. But like, yeah, I mean, Dead by Daylight, that ain't scary. Anyone could play Dead by Daylight. Let's be real. But. <laughs> and I like. What else do I like? I watch a lot of Trixie and Katya videos. Girl, <laughs> it is the way that I see them in three weeks. Oh my God, you got tickets to the store. The second they announced a Buffalo show, I said to my sister, we're going. I should get tickets to that show, actually. Let me make a note on my phone real quick. Yeah, so I got my happy ass. Like, we got good tickets for a Thursday night. It's the way that I'm funding my sister's uh, Trixie Cosmetics collection. No, that's right. Yeah. So she got the Plant Gay yeah. palette. She got the Juno Birch palette. Uh, we did. I wanted the Juno Birch palette. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I really no, did. I got that at launch. Like you, you had to. Yeah. It was gone. I was like. I ordered that shit at work while also telling my boss, who also loves Trixie and Katya, just like, oh yeah, this is what I'm getting my sister for her birthday. They just launched like a couple hours ago, and they're still available. Man, so. I, was, I was like, damn, I didn't get to it quick enough. But hopefully I can get tickets to their show because I love Trixie and Katya. Yeah, it is the way that we only have a, a WoW Plus subscription just for own. And it, it is part of our daily, like, like vernacular now. It is, like, the craziest stuff. Like, I could just, like, literally go to my sister, hello, and she's like, yes, we're having weather. <laughs> like, I'm obsessed. I'm yeah. obsessed with the both of them. I watch lots of Drag Queen content i watch roscoe viewing parties yep <laughs> i will watch a bussy queen reaction video Listen. like breaking it down <laughs> uh sibling rivalry bob and monet yeah, i was gonna go there i was gonna go there i listened to their podcast to relax and things but just recently actually it'll be here tomorrow i bought a passion planner Ooh. Me, being, me being a capricorn and things i love my planner i love being organized and doing my best to be organized anyway um with my adhd but I, I was like, I need to split this up because I work so much. I'm like, I need to, mm -hmm. I've been putting the same stuff in the same planner, like work stuff with like my personal stuff. Same. Like, nah, I need one just for my personal projects that I've been working on, have been working on for a while. Plus like all of my personal breaks and stuff. So I bought that. I'm going to be organizing more of me time because Good. I need that. I, so much stuff in that planner. I'm like, I just need to focus on myself more than I do, you know, because I just, I love working. And I'm I really could say, bad. like, I know for me being a June Cancer, like, I'm very emotionally and, like, impulsive. So, like, trying to structure things, but it's just, like, if I'm feeling something, it'll definitely get done. But when I'm not feeling it, I am not feeling it at all. And it is the least productive thing ever. And trying to circumnavigate that, but also trying to branch into other outlets, it's like, you need to figure out something. So. Yeah, and it's a lot. And the more that I've been doing, because like, I'm running, I'm on two platforms now. So I'm, do, mm -hmm. I'm doing YouTube, I'm doing Patreon. I'm also working on like some personal projects, some other things that you guys might see soon-ish. You never stuff. know. And other things that y'all not going to see for a minute. But <laughs> either way, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I need to make sure that I'm taking care of Maya. 
which has always been my biggest issue because I'm like, go, 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 do this, 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 and rarely take breaks. That's why I was like, I need to start planning real breaks for myself where I don't do shit like at all. Because for me, taking a break is like, oh, I'm not posting on this day, but I'm doing something else work related. Yeah. Or I'm doing, I'm just like, that's not a break. <laughs> That's not a break. A break is I want to sit. I want to read my Marvel encyclopedia and get lit and and chill and relax Mm -hmm. and do nothing and like do yoga outside and just really relax. So like I've been trying to do more of that. It's been helping though. And it it makes everything else easier. I'm just like, yeah, that's the way it would work. You know, you take Mm -hmm. care of yourself and then everything else gets better. Like, do you think you have, like, a go-to way of, like, okay, I know I'm going to have my day off, like, this is the ritual, like, whether it be, like, something you always do or, like, a, some, an activity that you enjoy the most where it's just, like, I need to get my mind off something This is going to instantly cheer me up. I'm going to do that. Um, usually invol- involves some type of singing, like, whether it's me, like, just doing karaoke for fucks, you know, just doing it. Which or, I will manifest that one day we are going to go to a karaoke bar somewhere and we're going to sing the fucking bar down. I'm scared to go to a karaoke bar because they said that's not for singers. They don't want people who Bullshit. Sing, sing to do karaoke, though. Mom, I got people <laughs> telling me, like, you should be, like, doing this, doing this. I'm like, no, I treat that like it's fucking American Idol. I don't care. Like, Love let me you. live my moment. And eventually I get drunker and I sound like the rest of y'all bitches. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, just give me a couple drinks. I'll be all right. And I like Long oh. Island, so it really only takes a couple, so. No, no, me, 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 though. Lightweight. Okay. I just need one drink. Yep. Maybe half a drink. You never know. But yes, we can definitely do that. And yeah, it's probably some type of singing, like whether like working on my own music or like just doing mm-hmm. karaoke's and stuff. Also sleeping. I love napping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Naps are nice. And uh, sitting outside, bro. I just sit outside go in my backyard i'll just sit and stand in the grass and like stretch and stuff and then just sit and soak up some vitamin d because i live in my basement (laughs) like my mom was like stop being a hermit i'm like listen monkeypox is outside covid is still outside i have no desire i just i just have no desire but i have to go outside and get sunlight otherwise yeah that's an essential so that makes sense so yes yes so those are my those are my go-to's sun music Reading, mm-hmm. uh, and a little weed, a little bit, weed. just a little enough, a little dash, yeah. So, I mean, we're kind of getting to the end of uh, everything going on. Obviously, you're still ongoing with a lot of content coming down the pipeline for both Patreon and YouTube. Uh, and then some of the other topics that we won't get into yet because we're going to save those close to the chest. I mean, wow. kind of like I think a good note to end on would be, uh, if you could go back, say, like when you were first starting out to like that junior senior like super senior year of maya like letting her know like hey go ahead and start the camera make that video like what would you think her reaction to how everything has played out has been yeah honestly i think she'd be really overwhelmed and not do it if she knew it was going to end up like this <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i mean you know yourself the best I feel like she would have been like, oh my god, all of these people are watching me. Oh my god, like, uh, why, 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 why? It, it would just been a lot of questioning and overthinking, and I'm just really glad it turned out the way it did, because I didn't have time to overthink. I loved it so much, so I didn't really put a whole lot of worry behind it like I do most things, because it's anxiety is a bitch especially when you really like to do something so i kind of just really focused on how much i liked it so that's why i would tell her just just do what you keep doing it because you like it don't worry about anything else just do it because you like it it'll work out (laughs) i think that's that's definitely universal like knowledge there too so i mean one more thing would be kind of do you have any goals that you're going to set for yourself uh in this next year like for 2023 that you think you're going to be able to knock out I want 100,000 subscribers. I want it. I want it. You deserve it. I need it. <laughs> We're going to get you that plaque, and it is going to be a shrine. I, listen, I already have the spot. I already have the spot set up in my room. I'm manifesting. I know <laughs> slow and steady wins the race. I've never really cared about numbers or, like, you know, yeah. who's who cares about my stuff or whatever. I... I very much have just been having a, a fun time this entire time. So like trying to turn it into turn it into a business and 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 look at it more from that vantage point as well. 
is like growing my numbers because I'm like I I know I make good content. That's the other thing. That's why I was like, I'm not worried about numbers or how many yeah. views I get or anything. I'm like, every video I make, I genuinely enjoy and I think it's good content. So if you find me, you find me. But I need more people to find me, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's not going to be an if. That's a when. Because I it's going it's gonna happen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, and then on that topic of where people can find you, I mean, where can people find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at... Yoshi Warrior. You can find me on every other social platform. I'm also on TikTok against my will, but I do have a TikTok account that's the Kiyoshi Warrior. Mm -hmm. Instagram, Twitter is both Kiyoshi Warrior as well. If you want to follow my foolishness, you know. <laughs> yes, and it is a good time. It's been a good time the last four years. It's gonna be another good time for however long you see fit. Like, thank you for taking us on your journey. And I mean, for anyone else that is interested in learning more about Maya, definitely check out the description down below. Make sure you leave a like and a comment on this video. Let me know what you'd like to see going forward with the series make sure to follow me on twitter and instagram at the jose can you see i'm also our yet letters unc uh, also on tiktok although my tiktok is kind of a shit post tiktok like you'll have gaming stuff here you'll have filters there you'll have me thinking i could sing wherever like it just it is what it is don't go to tiktok if you want serious content like just <laughs> either go to my twitter go to my twitch that's it so but yeah, thank you all for being a part of this very wonderful first episode of Content with Creation. I'm looking forward to wherever this series takes me and getting to know so many other wonderful creators in this world. So thank you thank all. Thank you for I will creating the series. Okay? Thank you for agreeing to be on this series. Like as someone that I draw like inspiration from of like, you know what? There's no better time to just kind of get out of your mindset and just do it. And then once you do it, it's cathartic. Absolutely. So... I wish you the most success. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And thank you all for being here. And we will catch you on the next episode. Take care, y'all.